Welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 91. My name is Tom Van Zandt. I am your host, and with me are my magical and my metal co-hosts. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the official attorney. For all of Not Nation, if you have a problem, who are you going to call? It's Mr. Christopher Todd. Well, good evening, Tom. How the hell are you? I'm good, Chris. How are you doing, my friend? You know what? I, I'm doing well. The novelty of having a new deck hasn't worn off. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> no, we're not going to go through all that again. Let's hope not. The feedback was positive on the uh, on the deck jokes, but... I, I don't I think it's run its course. Hey, we evolve. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Okay, it's a very special very, very special episode, ladies and gentlemen, because a certain founding member of Not Another Nerdy Podcast has not recorded with us in what would you say, Chris? It's been two or three years, probably pre pandemic, right? Ooh. Uh yeah. It's it's at, it's at been least. a while. It has been a while. But I'm very excited to tell you all that Mr. One Hundred and Ten Percent himself, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Derek D. Rock Mitris has agreed to record with us this evening. Can you believe it? Believe it or not, he's coming out of I guess it was podcast retirement. I don't know what it was. Um, sabbatical sabbatical of some sort i mean we've taken sabbaticals as a podcast we've we've taken months off in fact at one point i think we took over a year off but that was a hiatus it was a hiatus yeah we needed a break we needed to reset there was a lot going on in our individual personal lives and so but yeah we came back and uh so has d-rock derek mitris ladies and gentlemen mr 110 percent d-rock derek mitris Derek? Hello? Are you fucking kidding me? Where's Derek? (sighs) Man, this is some bullshit! Man, this is some bullshit. He told me he'd be here. Nah, no thanks. He said he was coming. Nah, no thanks. That's a bigger letdown than the Chiefs season opener. (laughs) Oh. Ouch. Um, Hold on a second. Let me see. All right. Let me see. Oh, I have text messages from Derek. Let's. Sorry, Not Nation. I'm sure this is not interesting at all, but I'm going to call out Derek. Uh, Let's see. I wrote, are you going to be available at six? Is your Skype name still the same? Blah, 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 blah. He saw Blue Beetle, so he was supposed to give us a Blue Beetle review. 
was kind of oh, count- I hate blue balls. I was kind of counting on the Blue Beetle review from him to help fill some time, but um, looks like that's not going to happen. Oh, here we go. Middle of laundry and packing. Can't. Nah, no thanks. What? Come on. 110%. Let's go. Nah, no thanks. Is he going to Florida to get married again? No. <laughs> no. But while you mention it, he should let his wife Amanda record with us. She'd be happy to record. And she'd be a lot of fun, too. What I'll take your f- word for it. What the fuck? All right. Well, Not Nation, my apologies for getting your hopes up there. Uh, he was supposed to be here. And in typical Mr. 110% fashion, he has uh, let us down. So thank you, well, Derek. Not, not another nerdy podcast has officially had its Al Capone's vaults moment. <laughs> Gen X will get that reference. They will, and not many other people. <laughs> Poor Geraldo Rivera. Talk about a career killer. I thought he got fired by Fox recently. <laughs> Guy can't win. Although yeah, he, he, sure he, did, he, did, okay. he did take the chair to the face and milk that for all it was worth when he got hit in the face with the chair on his talk show there. Very true. I forgot about that. Mm. Guess what, motherfucker? Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. money, money and we have the man who brings the money. Mr. J. Money. Money. Hey, money. Are you fucking kidding me? Money. Is this boy. is this something to do with Mitris? The last name Mitris. I mean, is it like a French Canadian word for for no show or unreliable? <laughs> I can't believe this is happening to us, Chris. We've been double Mitrist. We we have been Mitrist times two. That's my new term. If somebody doesn't show, they've Mitrist me. I've been Mitrist. What what did we do, Tom? I don't know, why, man. Why, why don't they love us anymore? I don't know. We're and we're on a we're on a roll right now. This is like our fourth recording in a, in like as many months. We're we're doing well here. I said we were going to go monthly, and we've been sticking to that. We're nice. We treat them well. Why why don't they love us, Tom? We're fun to talk to. I mean, Not Nation will probably tell you that we're fun to listen to to a degree. I think we're fucking charming. I mean, we're probably more fun. When we have those two idiots with us. So that's disappointing. And Money was going to, you know, do a tribute to Bray Wyatt, who passed away recently, the wrestler. And someone else, another wrestler, passed away. You know, I don't follow this too terribly close, so it's... Hold on. That's what Google's for. Ah, Google dead wrestlers. (laughs) Yeah, Bray Wyatt died. It was a complication of COVID. He had a heart attack. And then I guess he caught COVID and that exacerbated it and made it worse. And so he did not survive, which is unfortunate. He was only 36. I found a list. I don't think anybody, other other famous wrestlers oh, died recently. Terry Funk, of course. Oh. Hall of Famer, Terry Funk. He, he was 79, though. I mean, he lived a pretty full life. Bray Wyatt. Recently sure that- 
was only 36. So that was, that's really oh. sad. Well, pretty sure that Terry Funk wasn't, a, wasn't a victim of the steroids. No, probably not. So rest in peace, Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. And, uh, that's our not podcast one tribute. Since money's not here to deliver it, I will, uh, take care of that couple more in memoriams we might as well mention and get out of the way since we're on the subject chris why don't you uh take a moment and do that well first legendary game show host bob barker recently passed away at the age of 99 which the internet was fond of reminding us that he got as close to a dollar without going over (laughs) i will always love him for his cameo in happy gilmore i can't believe you're a professional golfer i think you should be working at the snack bar You better relax, Bob. There is no way that you could have been as bad at hockey as you are at golf. All right, let's go. You like that, old man? You want a piece of me? I don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. Yeah, Happy Gilmore, that was a truly a classic moment. I mean, brilliant. I mean, if now with him and a few years ago, Alex Trebek passing away, I think we can say the two greatest game show hosts of our generation are now gone. Well, Pat Sajak is still kicking around. I'll give him number three. Yeah. But he's going to retire next year. Yeah. And is it Ryan Seacrest taking over? Yeah. A a man whose career I cannot figure out to save my life, but God bless him for doing it, which actually leads me to another man whose career I've never quite been able to figure out, but admire. And that would be our second celebrity in memoriam. Legendary beach crooner Jimmy Buffett passed uh, away. At, I don't know how old he was. <laughs> Rest in peace, Bubba. Yeah, I was a I was a bit of a parrot head at one time. I will admit, not the biggest Jimmy Buffett fan. I know his songs. I enjoy them when they're come on. I probably never would have gone to a Jimmy Buffett concert unless someone forced me to. But man. The man died a billionaire off like seven songs. Yep. He turned what he turned what is legitimately one of the shortest, greatest hits album into the biggest pile of money any of us has ever seen. <laughs> he did. And he had fun doing it. I mean, he definitely enjoyed life. I, it's kind of ironic man. he died from melanoma and, uh, you know, because yeah. he, he loved the sun and uh, ultimately the sun is what killed him. So. <laughs> But, you know, he had his chain of restaurants. I didn't know Landshark beer was his. Mm. That's good beer. Yeah. yeah, God rest is. I mean, he has many, many fans in this world, and I know they're feeling the loss. But and even though it's not my cup of tea, you know, I I sympathize and my heart goes out to his family. But man, the career that man had, you, I would read his autobiography. That's what I would do. And he, he coined the phrase, "It's five o'clock somewhere." You know what I mean? So. I, well, I, 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 I guess it'd have to be a biography now. I went out for cocktails with a friend and had a couple margaritas. And I was going to have margaritas anyway, but let's just say I did it in honor of Jimmy Buffett. Had a couple margaritas uh, in honor of uh, the late, great Jimmy Buffett. Well, in honor of Jimmy Buffett, tomorrow is Monday, or whenever you're listening to this, the next Monday, go out, have a cheeseburger and a margarita. There you go. Come Monday, it'll be all right. Jimmy Buffett trifecta. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. So, all right, that's our in memoriam because we pretty much it seems like we've been doing one every episode. Somebody in pop culture 
worth note has passed away in between every recording so far the last few episodes so it was Pee Wee Herman last time and uh and this time we got Jimmy Buffett and the late great Bob Barker the price is wrong bitch price is wrong bitch do you think that any pets that end up listening to our podcast are in the background going good I'm glad that spay and neuter and son of a bitch is gone <laughs> who Bob Barker yeah. <laughs> Bob Barker reminding you help control the pet population have your pets spay their neuter good night everybody <sighs> all the cats and dogs of the world are are breathing a sigh of relief right now they're licking they're they're vigorously licking themselves in celebration (laughs) (laughs) no he was a good man he was a good man hell of a game show host yep hell of a ladies man he kissed everybody man that guy kissed everybody i think you might be thinking of richard dawson oh maybe i am i thought bob barker kissed the female contestants too no no that was richard dawson he tongue he tongue kissed more contestants on the family feud then you could shake a stick at yeah richard dawson was a pimp oh yeah he was <laughs> i don't know if steve harvey can fill those shoes but he's trying well you know i don't watch a lot of game shows because frankly they're on during the day and the time when i'm working right but this is what i love steve harvey will ask a question that is just pure sexual innuendo and then when he gets a sexual answer, he acts like like a church lady. Like he's just like, oh, my God, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> meanwhile, it's he like, was well, hoping. Don't ask the question, well, Steve. Meanwhile, he was hoping they'd say something like that because, let's face it, that's what's getting the ratings on that show like that. You know? Nobody's watching that show because they care what the top fucking 10% of people polled thought about what the favorite kind of fucking condiment on a cheeseburger <laughs> was. I mean, come on. Be real, people. Top eight answers are on the board. That's right. Survey says. <laughs> All right. Well, let's digress a little. Uh, since money's not here, I'm going to lean on you. Can you please let Not Nation know where they can find all things Not Another Nerdy Podcast, Mr. Christopher Todd? Oh, I believe if you look at Facebook, it's Not Podcast One. And if you look at Twitter, it's Not Podcast One. And if you look at Instagram, it's not podcast one what the fuck is twitter oh x x x yeah you are so money and you don't even know it all right so pretty much not pod at not podcast one is where you want to search us exactly and i think we have we have a tiktok account maybe i don't know i think we do i don't do anything with it but no the chinese spying us enough yeah i'm good did you hear about oh. that TikTok challenge with the fucking one chip, the the killer potato chip? Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm not going to do that. That poor fucking kid had a heart attack and died. I think they're thinking it was an allergic reaction. Well, whatever it was, it killed him. So that's pretty yeah, but, fucking terrible. Yeah, I, I feel sorry for his family. I mean, also, how the hell do you explain how someone dies from eating a potato chip or a corn chip? I don't know. But, but, you know, I've always said... You want to talk about, out, you want to talk about free publicity? Holy shit. Listen, with, with no disrespect to the young man who passed or his family, personally, if I can't go out in some absolutely heroic way, I want to die in the funniest way possible. Right. Because I want people to come to my funeral and look and be like, 
are you fucking kidding me? He really did that shit. <laughs> That's what I want people's reactions to be. Yep. I don't want it to be that he wasted away and died of a horrible disease. No, I want it to be the dumbest, either the dumbest or the funniest way possible. Right. Or a, or a hunting accident. No, no, I don't want to screw up the statistics for that. Okay. I, you know, a safe falling on my head like a goddamn Roadrunner cartoon. Okay. That would be that would satisfy, but hopefully that won't be for a very very long time. I actually had one of those moments uh, last week. I was sitting by my fire pit, and a fucking dead branch from the tree above me came crashing down and fell probably two feet from where I was sitting. And if it had hit me just right. It probably would have fucked me up if not killed me. It was a good sized branch. Well, oh geez, sorry to hear that. Glad to, I'm glad it did not hit you. No, because if it did, you'd be recording by yourself, and then it'd be a really shitty show. Fuck you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, how, hey, what are you going to do? Weigh in when this gets re- <laughs> when this gets released. If you want to hear a podcast of just me. Oh my god. I want to hear this. Nah, no thanks. We're taking a survey. Ay, ay, ay. All, all, I want to hear from all eight of you. Yes, right. Please, the six listeners that we have and the five people from Big Y, please let us know. Anyways. Uh, before we get into our main topic of discussion, Tom, I think there's one thing that it's not to be joked about, but we should uh, mention is uh, Danny Masterson, the the star of that former 70s show and the show, the ranch on Netflix The character was, he, he played Hyde, right? Hyde. Hyde. Um, Hyde. Yep. And I don't remember, I never watched the ranch, so I don't know his character there, but he was convicted of rape or two counts of rape, or he was convicted about a month ago and was sentenced this week to 30 years in prison. Jesus Christ. This is for a, sexual assault that happened roughly 20 years ago. It's a very, frankly, I think these stories are always tragic, but this one was one more doubly so because as many of you probably know, he is a active member of the church of Scientology Mm. and the two don't sue us, please. And the two women who uh, accused him and he was convicted of raping uh, were both members of the church of Scientology who, please don't sue us, who, um, <laughs> who, who made the allegation that they were uh, drugged and in a Cosby-type situation were sexually assaulted by Danny Masterson and that they were so brainwashed by the church they were, they were dissuaded from reporting it for quite some time. Please don't sue us. And, <laughs> yeah, so that's why it took... Well, they're a very litigious organization. They sure are. They're a bunch of fucking morons. But I'm not reporting. Go ahead and sue me. The news of fucking douchebags. I don't give a fuck. Yes, sue Sue me for sue me for all I have. My unemployed ass. I don't. I have nothing. Come get it. Well, you can have my podcasting microphone, I guess, and then I can't podcast anymore. That's about all I got for you. The simple fact of the matter is, this is I'm not reporting anything that you can't find on 25 different news outlets and a simple Google search. But I mean, this is just it's awful. No. It's awful. He's a piece of shit. You know, no- Bye, Felicia. Yeah. And now that he's been convicted there. and it's official, I can say you're a piece of shit. Because I'm a firm believer you're innocent until proven guilty. But uh, you're obviously guilty. And you are a foul fucking human being. Bye, Felicia. 
So well, rot, you- motherfucker. You deserve to rot. And now I understand why they have made no mention of his Hyde character on that 90s show. Because, you know, they did a sequel to that 70s yeah. show with Red mm-hmm. and, and his wife, um, Kitty. And, uh, yeah, they've... Well, all the old... All the other characters have had some kind of a me- uh, mention or appearance, but yeah, they didn't mention him at all. And now I now I totally understand why. Fuck that well, guy. Bye, Felicia. Well, and unfortunately, I, I I mean, fuck his character I, on TV too. Yeah, they just they just chose to ignore him on that '90s show. And uh, one of the articles I read said on the show The Ranch, what they did was they killed at him the off. End right? of the last season, yeah. somebody had run him out of town for some reason. And the the next season, they said that he was killed. Yeah, yeah. So they they just it was an off screen death that they just you know that's how they got rid of disposed him, yeah. of his character. I don't think that show's be, being made anymore. No, I think it but, was canceled. Um, yeah, so maybe they'll kill him off in that '90s show if it gets a second season. Just don't even bother mentioning him. Fuck him. Or they'll just never mention him again. Right. That's fine. That's fine with me. Screw that guy. All right. Well, thank you for that breaking bit of news from the from the legal world. You're always good for that. I lose you. Oh God! Don't tell me you fell off. Hello. Okay, there you are. I'm like Jesus Christ. You're gone too. What the fuck? You're gonna have to review Ahsoka all by my lonesome. Oh no. He got booted off Skype. What the hell is going on here, Not Nation? <sighs> Let's try calling him back. What happened? I have no idea, dude. I don't know how long I was talking before they... Uh... <laughs> nah, I don't know, uh, but you're back. Uh, we can... But, okay. Let's just keep going. We're, we'll just cut it off. You, you can edit that wherever. I'll leave, it I'll leave it in. Who gives a shit? No, I'm just saying, figure out, figure a good ending point and cut it off. I, yeah, yeah, you know, that's, that's a good ending point. We're ending it right there. Fuck that guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So shall we move on to hopefully more? Hello? Tom? Yeah. Okay. Skype's being wacky. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what else could possibly go wrong in episode 91, folks? <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways. Hey, Tom. Hey, Chris. Isn't there a new show on Disney Plus we might <laughs> want to talk about? <laughs> there certainly is. Absolutely. And, of course, you're referring to Star Wars Ahsoka, the uh, live-action Rebels Season 5, if you will. That's, that's what it is. Definitely and what I'll it is. I'll get into that. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. We are going to talk about Ahsoka. The point that we have recorded this episode, there have been four episodes. The first four of eight episodes have been released, and we will be discussing those four episodes. We will be spoilery about it. So if you have not seen it yet and intend to see it, you might want to pause the show here, go get caught up, watch those episodes of Ahsoka, and then come back and listen to what we think and thought of Disney plus Ahsoka. Chris, what did you think of Disney plus Ahsoka? I like it a lot, but I'm also kind of disappointed. 
Explain. I'm having mixed I'm having mixed emotions about this show. Okay. In what way? So the very brief, the Reader's Digest version of who Ahsoka Tano is to our readers, our listeners. Ahsoka Tano was a Jedi Padawan who was apprenticed to Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars movie. And she remained his apprentice up until shortly before the end of the Clone Wars, when, if you watch that series, she was expelled from the Jedi Order after she was framed for murder by another Jedi. That's some bullshit. Eventually, she was she was clear to those charges, but she decided to walk away from the Jedi. And then you see in the last season, when they brought Clone Wars back, you find out that she had gone off on her own, and eventually you see that she finds herself on Mandalore and, fighting and she Darth team, Maul. And she teamed up with Captain Rex, and I'm telling Cap you right now, if they don't have Captain Rex show up in live action on Ahsoka at some point, I'm going to be real fucking disappointed. What a missed opportunity yes. that will be. So at that point, the last time you see Ahsoka, she is fleeing from clones that are trying to kill her after Order 66. Um, then there's a scene that Vader goes to the, cra the crash of the Star Destroyer that she's on and finds her lightsabers and assumes that she is dead. So that's how Clone Wars ends. So that takes us to roughly 20 years before the Battle of Yavin. Okay, so fast forward to the latter seasons of Star Wars Rebels, which is one of the most deeply underrated Star Wars shows, if you ask me, um, for how good it really was. And Ahsoka uh, makes a, an appearance that she is now a secret agent working for the Rebel Alliance under the codename Fulcrum. So she plays heavily into Rebels in the last... She starts off in the second season, you see her, and then she she comes back at the end of the fourth season, which actually ties directly into the fourth episode of Ahsoka, which we'll talk about in a minute. So you know that she, she's, what would you say, in Clone Wars, she, at the end of the Clone Wars, she was probably late teens, pushing 20. Yep. By the time that you see her in Rebels, that's 20 years later, approximately so, she's pushing 40. Correct between the battle of Yavin and Endor is about five years, I think. So she's about 45 at that point. We're five years after. So we're talking about a middle-aged Ahsoka. Well, but her, but see her race ages slowly. Well, in so, human years, she's 50. in human she's years. 50. She's about 50, but she's really probably but, in their years, probably about 25, 30. You know. but, but in the in the beginning, when she first appears in Clone Wars, she's very young. She's a teenager. She's very enthusiastic, you know, not refined, not seasoned in any way. Now we're seeing a very reflective and mature version of the same character mm -hmm. because she's old. She's old. Look at what she's been through. She's been through an entire galactic civil war. Yep. Two of them, as a matter of fact. She's done with war, man. That is like the theme yeah. of Ahsoka. She does not want any more war. She's over so, the war. And really, even if you weren't a fan or didn't watch Rebels, there's only maybe so far three episodes you would need to see to understand what's going on. The way the series Rebels ended, and Ahsoka, the Disney series, is just is Rebels season five. I'm yeah, sorry. More or less. Yep. That this is which le which will lead me into my complaint about it. But at the end of the series, Grand Admiral Thrawn was leading an attack on the planet of Lothal, which is where everything in Rebels was centered around. Right. It's where and, Ezra Bridger was from. Exactly. And Ezra Bridger had gotten onto the bridge of Thrawn's ship and had summoned these space whale squids. 
per- Pergil. Pergil. Yes, who showed up and destroyed part of Thrawn's fleet, and they they're able to travel through hyperspace. So they had taken Thrawn's ship away from the planet with Ezra on it, ending the threat. Mm-hmm. Which is essentially what dovetails right into the show Ahsoka. And at the very end of the series Rebels, they have a flash forward to after the Battle of Endor, where you see Ahsoka, who has returned, is now her and Sabine Wren are off to go see if they can find Ezra. And that's how Rebels ends. Mm -hmm. We pick up Ahsoka, and so far four episodes in, I will say, okay, I love the casting. Mm -hmm. I think the the writing is fantastic. Of course, it's Dave Filoni. It is the the I'm amazed at how good the effects are. Eh, just, okay. I I I think they're getting I think they're getting better are we, in a lot of ways. Are we talking about practical effects? Are we we're not talking about like the matte paintings because some of those like some of the some of the backgrounds and and like the wide shots of these planets are pretty cartoony looking to me and. There was that 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 first planet she went to where she was looking for the star map. It was yeah. it was brought to my attention. I didn't even pick up on it. But there's no shadows being cast by the characters on the ground. Um, oh, yeah. Well, maybe the sun was right overhead. I guess, but I mean, no shadow to speak of, but, and it was so and far- it's all white. It's very bright, and it's I you know some of it is just some of it looks fo- f- really fo- phony to me, but. I'm still enjoying so far, it. Yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying it. It was sort of led to be a a take on the the Timothy Zahn heir to the Empire novels, and this is nothing like those books. No, not even close. Not by a million miles. No, which and is you, fine. And you can't really do those books because you don't have the key characters no, the, of Luke Han and Leia involved, and you exactly you don't have. Uh, the the I mean I guess Balin Skull is supposed to kind of be like that crazy Jedi guy in yeah. the Empire. What's his name? I can't think of the character's jo- name. I always pronounced it Joris Saboth. Yeah, Saboth. Yeah, Saboth. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. So I think it it's good, but a it really is just Rebel season five, which is fine because I love Rebels. Yep. But. I, I think the title of the show shouldn't be Ahsoka. It should be How Can Sabine Fuck Everything Up This Week? Oh, my goodness. Because what has happened in four episodes that has to do with Ahsoka Tano? Uh, I don't know, but I Nothing. will, I will tell you There's... that live-action Sabine Wren is one of the most incompetent and incapable Star Wars characters I've ever seen. I don't know what is going on. I don't know what's happening. An animated Sabine Wren wasn't. No, she that's was awesome. And i that's why I was so looking forward to live action Sabine. I'm like, she's going to be so badass. She's going to be so amazing and awesome. And she started out that way, you know, and there was some real nice shots of her riding that speeder bike. I'm not going to lie to you. When props she was to them, props when, to them for finally bringing in the E-wing starfighter. You know, when, by the way. She, when she was riding away from us and we were seeing her from behind and in those shots that I wasn't complaining, I was enjoying it. But then she started doing shit in the story, and I'm like, what the fuck? And this brings me to my next question: How many characters can be impaled by a lightsaber and survive? Because <laughs> she's now like the third one that has been impaled and lived to talk about it. 
and it makes you wonder about poor Qui-Gon Jinn because he got impaled by Maul and he died. I actually read an actual medical analysis of why why that happened. <laughs> that, well, where he got stabbed would have severed an artery and he would have died instantly. He bled out, yeah. Yeah. Well, even Darth Maul got chopped in half and he's still and he alive. Sur- and he survived, right? <laughs> But yeah, she she took one to she took one to the abdomen. Apparently, didn't hit anything anything too serious, and uh, she lived. And you know, Reva like in Obi Wan in Obi Wan Reva Reva got the third sister got run yeah. through by Vader, and she lived. Or was it Vader or the Inquisitor that ran through the lightsaber? I think Inquisitor, one of the Inquisitors. It was yeah, it was the Grand Inquisitor who she thought she had killed. I don't know. Don't- don't you miss the good old days of Star Wars where they just chopped off arms? Yeah. Come on. Let's decapitate but, somebody. But the one thing I'm I'm a little nervous about is that they're going to pull with this show what they did with whatever the hell the first Star Wars sequel movie was. And Rogue we One? don't see Thrawn until the very last episode. Well, that's what's going to happen because Dave Filoni's trying to set up the movie that he's he's planning on doing a Mandalorian verse movie, and Thrawn's well, Thrawn's going to end up being the. I thought Moff Gideon would have been the bad guy, but they kind of, you know, they kind of killed. Well, him this off, is so. Well, I, this is what, like one of the most interesting things is taken from the books and realize Thrawn was introduced in those Timothy Zahn books mm-hmm. back when I read them when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And I still think they stand out as the three best star Wars novels that have been written. Well, and he of is all just, the, uh, expanded universe stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. It's the he most star Wars stuff. The best bad, but Thrawn is just the best bad guy. Yeah. He's pretty good. And, and they were smart when Disney took over to use him because he is such a good villain. Great character. Um, yeah, and I, I still think character, he... I still think they should bring Mara Jade in at some point because she's a great fucking character too, and they never did anything with her. But here's the thing, and and please, Nat Nation, don't get me wrong, I've really enjoyed it, Ahsoka, and this isn't necessarily a problem with the show. It's kind of a problem I have with the direction Star Wars has taken in the past ten or twelve years. The fact of the matter is, Ahsoka Tano is probably, in my opinion, the best character that star Wars has created since the prequel trilogy. She's the most highly developed. She's had the best character arc. She's gotten some of the best writing and they've done wonders developing her. She's very likable. And she's a very great, strong female character. She basically survived a duel with Darth Vader. Well, Ezra saved her ass, but Ezra say Ezra (laughs) yanked her out right before, but you know what? Beating Vader, yeah, pretty tough. Yeah. And it, it was her master, so I think that probably played a fit. A- anyways, she's a great female role model. She has conviction. She has morals. She's strong. She's a great warrior. She's smart. There's everything to like about her. And don't forget. She such also, a good job. Don't forget. She also told the Jedi Order to basically go fuck themselves. That takes some cojones as well. And she was the first one to realize that the Jedi had their head up their ass. Mm-hmm. And now they've given her her own show, and it's like they have stopped developing her character. Well, yeah, because she's taking a backseat to all the rebels shit that's going on. Yeah, we have, you know, we've seen a lot of Harrison Dula and her son, who is Jane and Kara slash Caleb Dune's son, who probably is a going to be a Jedi unless you know he dies in that whole nonsense that happens with Luke's Academy. 
you know, I just wish they'd do a little more about Ahsoka herself. And frankly, I think the way episode four ended really gave me hope that that's where they're going. Oh yeah. Because now, now that she ended up in the world between worlds, seeing Anakin. Okay. Now explain to the people listening what the world between worlds is and how this is happening, because they're probably thinking, well, how the hell is she seeing Anakin? And what is this? In case they haven't seen Rebels, uh, because in Rebels, there's this mystical, I don't know what it is, place. Let me... Let, let me explain, because I actually, I, wa- I watched the episodes of Rebels you needed a couple days ago because to remind myself. Mm-hmm. So what it is, in the fourth season of Rebels, it's an actually a episode titled World Between Worlds. What it is, is they find a Jedi temple that when you open a certain doorway and go in, you enter this realm called the World Between Worlds, which is a spot that touches all places in space and time at the same moment. So you can go and you, you hear moments from all over Star Wars as they're walking around. And that was how Sabine got saved because actually in a Sith temple, she was fighting Vader. You mean Ahsoka got saved? Yeah. How Ahsoka got saved is Ezra Bridger was able to see the fight going on. She was in a chamber that was sealed. And just before Vader dropped the death blow on her, Ezra reached through in this doorway and grabbed her and yanked her back in and saved her from being killed by Vader. Right. And something about the world between worlds, that owl has something to do with it too, right? Yeah, that was the owl appeared every time Ahsoka was around. That was how Ezra knew what what door to go through to find her. Mm -hmm. And the big thing about this was the emperor wanted to figure out how to get into the world between worlds because that would give him control of the entire universe. And how it ended was Ahsoka stayed there but Ezra left and destroyed the temple so that nobody else could access this. And that's why at the end of Rebels, it was a little bit surprising to see Ahsoka show up in these white robes, you know, kind of pulling a Gandalf, because she had left the world between worlds and picked up Sabine. So and you're she wondering must have a way how of, the hell she got out of there. Exactly, which I'm assuming in this next episode they'll explain. But that's where she is, and perhaps getting a pep talk from her master, maybe saying, you killed a whole bunch of children. Um, <laughs> how would you get a free pass on that, Anakin? So that's that's where we're at with the show. I think it's good. I just wish they'd focus more in, on Ahsoka. Of course. That's really what it comes to. I mean, the show's called Instead Ahsoka. Of all, yeah, and I know you got to have all these other characters around her, and I'm glad they brought them in, and they have to develop them and use them, but they seem to be focusing too much on them and they have done a good job of of tying this into how we get to the state of the universe in the sequel trilogy mm-hmm. oh yeah they're definitely Garbage that those movies were they are definitely setting up the first order absolutely you can see yeah you, we're gonna get there yeah you see but how that's developing and thrawn is obviously going to be the one who kickstarts that whole fucking thing well we know two things we know thrawn has been cast Mm-hmm. I believe that's Mads Mikkelsen. It is. Um, I don't know the actor's name, but Ezra Bridger has been cast. Yep. So we'll be seeing him at some point. I want to um, know I when we're going to see Zeb, God damn it, We saw him briefly oh. in uh, Mandalorian, uh, but I want to see him show up here. You're right. You are mm-hmm. absolutely right. And they, the perfect uh, opportunity would have been this last episode because they brought Carson in, remember? Yeah. Yep. You know, he's kind of like the Wedge Antilles of the Dave Filoni universe. <laughs> he's that X-Wing pilot that shows up everywhere. 
Exactly. And we got to see the ghost again, which yeah. is great. Yeah. We'd already see we'd already seen the Phantom in we an earlier episode. Finally got to see live um, action and, Chopper. Oh my god, they've done <laughs> such a good job with Chopper. I'm just glad Filoni's still doing the voice. Oh yeah. And Hu Yang? Oh my god, that's yeah. a good that's He's a good actually story. he's gotten a lot of screen time. I'm surprised how much Hu Yang we've seen. You know that's David Tennant, right? I do. The doctor. That's excellent, excellent casting. He's got that, that great British pompous accent up Robot there with 3PO. Voice, yeah. Well, so, and he yeah, also so, voiced him in the Rebel show too, so. You know, at some point what I really want Star Wars to do, if you're going to if you're actually going to keep developing Ahsoka Tano as a character, explain where she was through all the big shit that happened. Right. Why was she because, laying low? Yeah. Well, I I've been thinking about this and it as more of a mental exercise than anything else. Well, maybe so. Wait, maybe they're going to explain that she was trapped within the world between worlds, and she didn't get out until after the Battle of Endor. Well, that would explain it because mm-hmm. how do we have Luke Skywalker as the only Jedi kicking around? Mm-hmm. Which I think is I saw a meme that was great that was Yoda lying in his deathbed, <laughs> and it said, "When gone am I, the last of the Jedi will you be." Except for Ahsoka Tano, Cal Sestis, Ezra Bridger, Kane Jarrett. <laughs> it just goes, it's like, you're right. They keep bringing up new Jedi when it was only supposed to be Obi-Wan and Luke at right. one point. Well, and but let's I mean, not forget the... the new ones, that the dark Jedi they just introduced. Shin and uh, Skull there. What's his name? Balin. Balin Skull. Yeah. Well, it... they've already kind of explained that he was a former Jedi Knight who, he, he just sort of, went bad but not inquisitor level bad right he's well he says he's doing this all for the greater good is what he keeps saying on the show so he thinks his motives are are justified and he's actually trying to do something that's going to be good for the universe in the long run but obviously he's misguided he's sort of like the jedi version of a ronin except kind of bad Mm mm-hmm and she's just his apprentice. So she was never, she's not old enough to have been around when the Jedi order was originally functioning. You know, also I want to know where's Ahsoka down the line, because if you think about it in the, the sequel trilogy, which happens what 30 years after roughly 30 years after Endor, mm-hmm. she would be, she would be pushing 80. So, yeah, I mean, assuming she, she's still alive at that point, you know, she's getting up there in years. Maybe her race doesn't, or her species doesn't age that quickly, but still, you're 80 years old. Right. Um, you know, so she's at least 20 plus years older than Luke. So, you know, kind of, I'd love to see, at least read a book about her and Luke Skywalker, how they first met. I'm sure you'll get that story eventually. I mean, if they do a comic or graphic novel, I want to read it because you got to think that's an interesting conversation of, oh, yeah. hey, by the way, your, fa- your father trained me and I knew yeah. your mother. Before he went dark. Yeah. <laughs> to I the mean, dark if side. you're Luke, wouldn't, wouldn't she be, wouldn't you just want to know everything? Yeah, wouldn't she, she be just. She'd really be the only tether you have to your legacy, like to your parents. You know, she except because, oh, I mean, Obi-Wan, I guess if you talk to his ghost, if his ghost is still kicking around, he could tell you shit. But yeah. And uh, maybe R2, but, you know, he ain't talking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was the most trustworthy was droid in the Star Wars universe, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. R2-D2. But if I'm Luke Skywalker, I want to know the first time he meets her and figures out that she has she basically knows all, the whole key to his past. Mm-hmm. That I, that is a story I would love to see. Right. But uh, hopefully we'll see it someday. 
Otherwise, well, no. I just want to. I just wish they would concentrate. I've said it like eight times already. You're gonna say I just hope they concentrate more on Ahsoka in right. the last four episodes. We get it, Chris. But what do you think of how they left episode four? Because she wakes up, she gets pushed off the cliff by Balin's skull, and mm-hmm. we presume to her death. And she wakes up on a little light bridge within the world between worlds. And someone says, "Hello, Snips." Snips. <laughs> and of course, Snips was Anakin's nickname that was, for her. Yep, we see a de-aged Hayden Christensen who's going to think have a little chat with his former apprentice, and she's probably going to have to have a chat with him about a few things. And I am so looking forward. How is to that conversation going to go? Because <laughs> she knows what he's going to become, and he doesn't know at this point because it's the past version of Anakin pre pre Vader. Well, he was a force ghost. Oh, he was? That was a force ghost of Anakin, so... Oh, I assumed because it's World Between Worlds, it was Anakin from a different time. I didn't even pick up on the fact that it's his force ghost. No, he was blue. It's his force ghost. Oh, that's, shit. That's what it looked like to me, so she's going to have... That's probably the first time she's had a chat with him in 40 years. Oh, all right. It may be him coming back to be like, hey, listen, uh, I was your mentor, and you're mentoring Sabine and not very well. <laughs> right. <laughs> she may and, not be a good candidate for a Jedi. Just saying. And if we could go back for one, on that topic, can we go back for one second about our old friend Sabine Wren, who was excellent Mandalorian, horrible Jedi? Yes. And, and they say, an awful decision maker handing the fucking star map over to Balin. I'm like, what are you doing? So she, in the most recent episode, Hu Yang says that she she's the least talented apprentice or Padawan he's ever seen. And he's basically, seen a lot of them. Flat, yeah, and basically says she doesn't have any real connection to the Force. And as Ahsoka explains, everybody's connected to the Force. Talent plays part of it, but everybody's got it connected to the Force. When did we make the Force a consolation prize? <laughs> or Star Wars has now turned the Force into a participation trophy. <laughs> Well, I mean, every living being has midi-calorians in them, so everybody... But not every living being can be a Jedi. Right. But I'm just saying, they have the potential to tap it using the midi-calorians. They have the potential to tap into the Force. So, I don't know. I Do you know what? I didn't write this. I'm just along for the ride. But yeah, she's a shitty Jedi. She's not good. And she's made some really shit decisions in this uh, series so far. But she's hot as hell, and I enjoy watching her, so I'll, I'll stick with it. Kind of wish she would have kept the long hair, but, you know, she had to be true to character. Yeah. And now she's lost her Mandalorian helmet, which <laughs> which would really piss off a few people. Oh, yeah. If she ever hooks up with her old Mandalorian friends. That's right. I'm wondering if, any, I'm wondering if we're going to get anybody from the Mandalorian or Boba Fett showing up here. I think that might be a bridge too far. I think... The fact that we have basically the entire cast of Rebels, except for Zeb yet, but we have all the Rebels involved. I don't know that we need to bring in anybody else. I mean, then it's really not going to be about Ahsoka. You know what I mean? The moment they bring in Jin Jaren, it's going to be about the Mandalorian, because that's what happened to Book of Boba Fett. You remember those two Mandalorian yeah. episodes? It suddenly became The Mandalorian Season 3A. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's I, I just Boba don't know Fett. if they're. 
I just don't know how they're going if they're going to keep the crossovers going because remember Ahsoka was in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Whether we're going to have a a Jin cameo to help out with something, I don't know. But we'll see. We got four more episodes. I am looking forward to them, and I hope and I think it's actually been pretty high quality. And uh, I I can't wait till next week and we finally get our uh, long-awaited you know Anakin Skywalker. It, cameo it, it, we get to see what he's up to we finally get to see anakin and ahsoka interact in live action form which mm-hmm. if you're a fan of the clone wars cartoon you've seen their relationship in cartoon form and it's going to be pretty interesting to see how it translates live action between those two actors but i mean dave filoni is writing and directing it so i'm sure it's going to be great and i'm very excited about it but i think if they're going to bring any more cameos the one that would make the most sense would be Luke. Luke showing up to help Ahsoka against Thrawn would make more sense than the Mandalorian showing up to help Ahsoka. Um, yeah, you bring up another point that I've been annoyed about is at this point, it's like, why wouldn't you go to the big guy for this one? Yeah, why wouldn't you bring him in? And the excuse that he's busy building, you know, getting the new Jedi Temple, Jedi Training Center ready is, you know, I'm sure he would take time out from doing that to fight Grand Admiral Thrawn's return. And I'll tell you what, that Morgan Elsbeth character, she is like obsessed with Thrawn. I, I'd love to know the reason behind that. Were they lovers well, or something? Like, why does she, why she got such a hard on to bring him back? I mean, I think it'll be hilarious if she finds him and brings him back and he just kills her. <laughs> that would be, well, that would be appropriate. Well, I mean, it, it is one of those things that I think that it was funny that when Disney took over star wars they said that the expanded universe is now just legends but they have been cherry picking the best parts right so we we have we have grand admiral thrawn and now we have she's a knight sister of dathomir yep like oh we're we're bringing them into this now yeah they were all pretty pretty good characters although they were known to ride rancors like horses but we already did that in boba fett so they also didn't look human she looks very human no, the Night Sisters were human. Really? The books. Wasn't Asajj Ventress a Night Sister? No. Oh, I thought she came from that same. No, and the Night Sisters came up, were used in the Clone Wars in a, in a few episodes, but they brought them in. Those are the big ones. Well, the... weren't they the ones that saved Darth Maul? Didn't they find him? Yeah, that's how they came, that's how they used him in the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, it's been so but, long yeah. since I've watched the Clone Wars. I'm rusty. yeah, I know. But... Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but you're right. We need to see Rex. We don't necessarily need to see them see Jin Jaren. A Luke cameo wouldn't completely be out of the question. Yeah, you could also throw a hand and lay in there if you wanted to. Yeah, I mean, can. if you can de-age him and, you know. We've already got Mon Mothma. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to see where this is going, and I can't wait till we talk again after it's over. All right. Well, and we definitely will. That'll be probably the next time we record. It'll be, I think the final episode is the first week of October, so, yeah, we can. It is. Yeah, we'll plan on recording after that and wrapping it all up. But so so far so good. You're enjoying it, and just want more Ahsoka, less Rebels. But I mean, the whole story is basically based on the Rebels. So yeah, and I mean the long the long story short is the Rebel the characters from Rebels should be supporting characters for Ahsoka, and it's the other way around. Correct. Yeah, so far it feels that way. And I want so, Zeb, and I want more Chopper. 
That's my two big things. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do One Rebels chop. season five, then give me more Zeb, give me some Zeb, and give me more Chopper. And you know what? I wouldn't mind oh. seeing uh, what's his name, Kanan Jarrus's Force Ghost show up. That'd be kind of cool. Do you think you have Freddie Prinze Jr. play him because he did the voice? Why not? Throw a beard sure. on that motherfucker. He'd look like him. <laughs> give him a ponytail, and have him grow a beard, and there you go. You know, there you go. I'm down. Yeah. I do find it odd that Hera hasn't even mentioned him at all. Like, there's been no mention of his character thus far. No. So, well, I mean, you think yeah. at least with her son, even, in, a, in like a private moment, he would come up, you know? I don't know. So that's one thing that, last thing I'll say, and this is the, the cherry picking they did from the Expanded Universe, is in the Expanded Universe... Luke and Leia had three kids, twins, Jason and Jaina, and their third son was, they named Anakin. Luke and Mara Jade had one son named Ben. So they've taken the name Ben and given it so to... So Han and Leia, not Luke and Leia. You yeah, said Han Luke, and Leia. You said Luke and Leia. Yeah, I know. That, it, I know look, I... They, they kissed once, but that's as far as it went, I promise. They did not have children together. <laughs> Han and Leia... That would be the, a completely the... different Star Wars movie. That's the Star Wars porno that you're referring to. Yeah, you could probably find that one on porn. I'm sure it's somewhere. Um, it exists. But anyway. Yeah, Leia got her hand stuck in a couch of the Millennium Falcon and Luke <laughs> came in. And... <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah. anyway, so they, they took the name Ben, which is Luke's son, and made it Leia's son. And they took the name Jason and made it Hera's and Kanan's son and not Han and Leia's son. Right. They're just taking all these names and fucking them around. Recycling them. <laughs> In the wrong way. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. I trust in Dave Filoni, so it's all good. Whatever he's doing, I'm 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 here for it. So he hasn't let me down yet. So Ahsoka, right. you recommend it. I recommend yep, it. As I recommend well. it. I think it's good. What was up with Marox? Why did he turn into a fucking misty ghost and fucking disappear after Ahsoka kill, zapped him with their lightsaber? What was that bullshit? They, they say he was an Inquisitor who survived the end of the Empire, and he just was a sort of a gun for hire, and they just had to get rid of him somehow, I'm pretty sure. I mean, they were the internet was buzzing that it was Ezra. Oh, it's Ezra. Yeah. Really, that's I knew Ezra. It was a, that, that didn't make any sense. No, it didn't, because how would Ezra get back and Thrawn didn't, right? Because he's, yeah. he's wherever Thrawn is yeah. ac- across the galaxy or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that Maroc. I mean, he was a cool character, and he just—that was it. He got killed and, by Ahsoka and turned into a puff of smoke, and that was it. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? And what? And one last thing to bring up before, because I know we got to wrap this up here pretty quick. And this isn't just a problem with Star Wars. What is it with capturing your enemy and bringing them to the bridge of your command ship and not putting them in the brig? <laughs> Didn't these people watch any James Bond movies and know that's a bad idea? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna take Sabine captive. I'm like, why don't you just kill her? I don't want to see her die, but why are you why are you bringing her to the bridge? Why are you bringing your enemy to the bridge? <laughs> yeah, and as soon as they did, like Morgan looked at her like, what? Who the fuck is this, and why is she here? You know what I mean? Like every. Every movie and TV show I see that in, I'm like, this is just going to end poorly. Mm. Well, and it always does every single time. The way just Sabine lock, has lock been acting. No, the way Sabine has been acting, I wouldn't be too concerned with her. <laughs> what she's yeah, gonna exactly. Do. She'll, she could screw up their shit. Yeah, yeah. She's not going to hurt anything. 
Well, she wouldn't anyway because she wants to take the trip to to find Ezra. So, I mean, that's why she turned the star map over to Balin after <laughs> Ahsoka explicitly told her not to. Like, she hasn't done anything that Ahsoka has asked her to do. <laughs> She's disobeyed exactly. every fucking order. She's the worst apprentice ever. <sighs> it's terrible. But she's nice to look at, so I forgive her. Well, Harrison Dula, the actress they have playing her, not hard to look at either. You know who that is, right? Yeah. It's I you, can't. you and McGregor's Mary Elizabeth, wife. Mary Elizabeth uh, Master. Is it Masterson? Or? No, Winstead. Winstead, that's it. She's uh, Ewan McGregor's wife in real life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, she actually played John McClane's daughter in one of the Die Hard movies. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And she so was she's in, got actually, uh, what do you call it? Um Scott Scott. Live free or die hard. She played his daughter. She was in Scott Pilgrim Saves the World, right? Wasn't she the girlfriend? Yeah. Yep. So, and she had purple hair in that movie. She could have been Sabine. God damn it. Yeah, she thought she was a touch. I thought as I like her in the role, but I thought she was a touch young for Hera. I I picture Hera as a little bit older, but at this point, hey, we don't know how Twi'leks age. They may age at a different rate as well. So. Well, we know they're good dancers. Hell yeah. So, Anyways, four right. more weeks. Yep. Let's go. That's it. So let's uh, move on to recommendations. We covered Ahsoka, and now let's say, what do you want Not Nation to watch? I have two recommendations. One for Not Nation, and I may have recommended this last time. Apple Plus Foundation. Easily the best science fiction, original science fiction I've seen probably since Battlestar Galactica. Wow. Oh, if you if you have it, the second season is ending next week. It's based on a series of Isaac Asimov novels from the 70s and early 80s. Utterly fantastic. Highly recommend it. My second recommendation is for you, Tom. Really? Really. Is it a, um, is it a, a job opportunity by chance? No, no, but while you have time... The there's a podcast I listen to called Business Movers that just did a four part, actually a five part series on the history of Lego, the company. Oh. And I know how I know how much you love Legos. And uh, Lego, I mean, we're talking back, the plural, back to the founding of the, the company. The plural of Lego is Lego, not Legos. Whatever. It's, it's like deer. The whole deer are deer. Okay, deer. fine. Anyways, if you have the time, they're about forty minutes each episodes. But it's the whole history of the company from its founding all the way up to the present. Excellent, excellent series. I learned a lot about it. Cool. Uh, so, Business Movers Podcast, highly recommend it. All right, I'll give that a shot. History, that a shot. history of Lego. I got plenty of time to listen to shit. Yeah. There's just so many things I didn't know about it that you learned from that. I got plenty of time to podcast. I got plenty of time to edit. You know, an- another fellow unemployed uh, podcaster that I know, Mr. J Money... Has plenty of time to podcast as well, and yet couldn't fucking show up tonight. I'm still really pissed off that neither of them came through. We do it for Not Nation. We do it for everybody. This is what we do. Nah, no thanks. (sighs) Well, try not to be too hard on them. (laughs) I'd have to talk to them to be hard on them. and uh, There you go. Well, they may listen to this if they get the time in their busy schedules. They won't care. That's the sad part. So I would like to formally apologize to Not Nation because they should have been here and they were not. But we were, and hopefully you enjoyed the show regardless. 
Yeah, I don't really have anything to recommend. Um, I guess I'll recommend I Am Groot Season 2 because Money wanted to review that, but he didn't show up to do it. Um, I did watch it. It was cute. I didn't enjoy it as much as the first season of it. I thought the first season had better shorts, but, I mean, it's good. I think it's like five episodes, five little mini shorts of Groot doing Grootish things, little baby Groot. And, uh, yeah, it was funny. It was cute. So give that a shot. I did rewatch Guardians Volume 3 the other night, and, man, is that just, like, the perfect movie. <laughs> it's so good. It is. It really is. I, I can't find a fault in it. It is really just perfectly done. Well done, James Gunn. Resolved all those characters and their relationships and in a tidy little bow. It was well done. Perfect. And he actually right. didn't kill off the villain. I was so impressed. High Evolutionary is still alive. So hopefully he shows up again because I really liked him. I just thought he was a great villain. And that's it. That's all I got. So... On behalf of my magical and my mental co-host, Mr. Christopher Todd. Oh, I don't have anything fancy. Just be good to each other, not nation. There you go. And of course, Mr. 110%, Mr. D-Rock, Derek Mitris. And the man who brings the money, Mr. J. Money. My name is Tom Van Zandt. <laughs> That's all I got. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you again in about a month. And yeah, be good to each other. That's a good that's a good one. I like that. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Welcome to Soggy San Francisco, the site of this year's Pepsi Pro-Am. How are you doing, Happy? I'm Bob Barker. Wow, what an honor. Nice to meet you. Looks like you and I are going to be playing together today. <laughs> That's funny. Who am I really playing with? This is a pro-am, Happy. Each golfer is playing with a celebrity. Wow. You know, Nick Faldo and I won this thing last year, and I'd like to win it again this year. All right, I'll do my best. Hey, Gilmore, you suck, you jackass. Why don't you shut the hell up? I'd love to punch that guy in the face right now, but I can't, you know, because I'd get in trouble. I bet you got a lot of that on Let's Make a Deal. It's The Price is Right, Happy. Oh, yeah, sorry. It happens. Let's play some golf. Okay. Jackass. Whoa! The club went further than the ball. All right, Happy. Nice and easy. That was not nice and easy. That guy's driving me crazy. You know what's driving me crazy? You not getting the ball in the hole. Don't push me, Bob. Now's not the time. Jackass! This guy sucks. We haven't seen Happy Gilmore play this badly since his first day on tour. He and Bob Barker are now dead last. I can't believe you're a professional golfer. I think you should be working at the snack bar. You better relax, Bob. There is no way that you could have been as bad at hockey as you are at golf. All right, let's go. Oh! You like that, old man? You want a piece of me? 
I don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. Price is wrong, bitch. I think you've had enough. No? Now you've had enough, bitch. <laughs> 